Has anyone ever told you this? If you have a problem, pray on it. Or maybe you offer that advice to others. In any case, presenting one's problems to God in search of a solution or the strength to overcome the problem is a staple of our spiritual lives. And it was no different for Father Nelson Baker. There are literally hundreds of stories from his life that begin with a prayer and end with a timely solution. In this episode of Father Baker Retold, we will take a look at one such chapter, one that had high stakes indeed, the financial solvency of Father Baker's ever-growing institutions, and one that ended with a most unique and improbable solution. Let's examine a project that, at one time, was known as Father Baker's Folly, the drilling of Victoria Well. There's no question that Father Baker was a man uniquely suited to oversee a city of charity. His life before entering the priesthood forged him into a savvy businessman. He grew up and worked in his family's grocery store in downtown Buffalo, and when he returned home from his enlistment in the American Civil War, he had opened his own successful grain and feed business. Another hallmark of his younger years was compassion for those in need. He was a volunteer with the St. Vincent de Paul Society and a regular at St. Joseph's Orphanage on Limestone Hill as a Sunday school teacher, an institution he would come to run years later. And, of course, he was a devout, pious man of unshakable faith. A pilgrimage to Europe in 1874 led him to the shrine of Notre Dame de Victoire, Our Lady of Victory, in Paris, France. He left there a changed man, pledging to become a beacon for the needy, all in the name of the Blessed Mother. So in 1882, when Bishop Stephen Ryan was in search of someone to run the Limestone Hill Institutions and St. Patrick's Parish, there was only one man who checked all the boxes. Sharp business mind? Check. Passion for serving the underserved? Check. Faithful spiritual leader? Check. Not long into his tenure, he began to understand fully the difficulties of keeping a large charitable organization afloat. Limestone Hill, at the time consisting of a small orphanage, a home for willful boys, and a modest church, had accumulated a significant debt of more than $50,000, an amount that is equivalent to $1.5 million today. In time, through his devotion to Mary and another innovative concept, reaching out to Catholics across the country via direct mail, the debt was cleared. But Father Baker's passion for helping the helpless meant that his institutions needed to grow. Throughout the 1890s, the Protectory Building had been expanded on no less than four different occasions. And in 1896, Victoria Hall, an indoor recreation space for the boys, was completed. It seated 1,500 and allowed for sports teams, a marching band, and a drill team to be founded. But as the City of Charity grew, so too did its need for resources. Another inspired solution from the team of the Blessed Mother and Father Baker was sorely needed. Around this time, Father Baker began to hear of the discovery of natural gas deposits in nearby southern Ontario. In fact, some of this Canadian gas was being piped right into western New York. Father Baker thought that this could be an answer to his rising heating costs. So what did he do? He prayed on it. The following is an account taken from Floyd Anderson's book, The Incredible Story of Father Baker. 
As he so often did with difficult problems, Father Baker put this one in the hands of Our Lady of Victory. Late that night, he climbed the stairs to the chapel and knelt in prayer before the statue he had brought with him from France. He told Our Lady of the great need for natural gas to aid the institutions and to help in the better care of her children. Soon after, an opportunity presented itself. Word came to Father Baker about a $5,000 donation that the Diocese of Buffalo had recently received. Thinking he had the perfect use for the money, he called on his old friend, Bishop Ryan. Now, hat in hand, Father Baker made his case and left that day with $2,000. After hiring a firm by the name of Woodrich & Company of Pennsylvania to oversee the project, drilling began in January of 1891. What happened then was something that those who were familiar with Father Baker's many, many successes were unfamiliar with. Failure. Weeks without success turned into fruitless months. In time, the $2,000 that Father Baker had secured from the diocese had been spent, and the humble priest was forced to return to Bishop Ryan, asking for the remaining $3,000. His request was approved, but doubt was beginning to creep in. As written in the official Father Baker biography, Father of the Fatherless, by Reverend Richard Gribble. One sister of St. Joseph reportedly told him, We know you have literally performed miracles here, Father, and I am sure no project we have in mind could surprise us. But this is not a project. This is folly. Sheer folly. That word folly is, is interesting, and in that the whole endeavor became known in the community as Father Baker's Folly. When drilling began, dozens of citizens had come out to watch the progress. But by the summer of 1891, they had all but disappeared. Is it possible that Father Baker was wrong on this one? Well, if he himself had doubts, he certainly did not show them. Father Baker urged the drilling team on, confident in their eventual success. And then, it happened. On August 21st, after nearly seven months of drilling, and at a depth of 1,137 feet, a pocket of gas was breached. Uncertain of its viability, drilling continued until the on-site experts were confident they had reached a good-sized deposit. At that point, the well was capped and made serviceable. Of the find, a local newspaper reported, Everyone is talking about the miracle well, which Father Baker calls the Victoria Gas Well. It appears to be one of the greatest wells ever struck in America. Mr. Anderson's book states that it is estimated that the gas well saved the institutions $3,000 a year in fuel. That's an amount equivalent to $100,000 today. It seems Father Baker and his generous patroness, Our Lady of Victory, had done it again. The idea of drilling for natural gas in an area of western New York that had not been fully researched is one thing. To actually strike enough gas to significantly improve the financial outlook of his sanctuary for children in need? Well, that's another. But even more amazing. Would you believe that the well still produces to this very day? Yes, even as you listen to these words, Victoria Well is still helping to power the OLV organizations, albeit in very limited quantities. The vision to do what very few Western New Yorkers had ever done to that point. The passion for helping those in need continue to be able to have a place to call home and the faith to trust in the Blessed Mother in the face of adversity and a fair share of naysayers. Indeed, the story of Victoria Well, now retold, 
showcases all of the characteristics that made Father Baker a legendary figure and a role model to us all. A very special OLV thanks goes to our guest today, Althea Lurson, CEO of Leadership Buffalo, who did a wonderful job of helping us bring this incredible true story to life. On behalf of all of those that helped put it together, thank you for listening to this episode of Father Baker Retold. We truly hope you enjoyed it and maybe even learned a thing or two in the process. For more information on Venerable Nelson Baker, Western New York's saintly hero, be sure to listen to our other podcasts in this series or follow OLV Charities on social media. We are so grateful for your support.